FM Breakfast Show with your hosts, Lyle and Lawson. Uh, actually, it's not Lyle. It's, it's not. Me. <laughs> it's it's the guy who introduced Lyle. I know. I was listening to that. I was like, whoa. I that sounds like me actually. Uh, and, and it is. <laughs> and it is me. So and me is Blake. Mm-hmm. That's uh, proper English. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's American. Uh huh. Me uh-huh. is Blake. Yep. And I'm mm-hmm. here with Lawson. Yep. How are you, birthday oh, boy? Dude. Well, it's not my birthday today. It was my birthday on Saturday, and I. I just have to say it was amazing. I might get into it a little bit more. I've just got some cool stuff to talk about. I might get into it in my good news section, but I can just wholly and solely and surely say that I had a fantastic weekend. Okay, awesome. I was there for part of it, and it was actually really fun. Mm -hmm. And you preached a pretty pretty good sermon. We'll we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Bring it down. Calm it down. Calm it down. Uh, is this where I talk about the other people? That's that right. Talk about okay. those people. We're we're just uh, happy that our listeners in Forest Hill, Queensland at 87.8 FM are listening. Shout mm-hmm. out to you guys. Mm-hmm. Hope you're good. Um, I hope I'm saying this right. Colac, Colac, Victoria, <laughs> 88.4 FM. Uh, thank you for listening. And Renmark, South Australia, mm-hmm. 87.6. Yeah, shout out those guys. <laughs> shout out. Listening thank you for from, listening. From all over the place. Usually, I was saying, saying to Blake, usually when they've got uh, funny names, we start roasting them. But, you know, those, those are pretty, pretty standard kind of guys. Those are, those are good names. What are you <laughs> grateful for, Blake? <sighs> Country music. Really? I know. It's crazy. <laughs> you were ready for that, weren't you? <laughs> but I've been getting real into the country vibes. I, was, I spent a bunch of time in America, and I'm all about country now. Wow. It's crazy. But that's who we- You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. Anyways, let's have a talk about our quiz, our prize for this week as well. I'll give you the quiz. I'll yeah, give you the, the question. This whole quiz thing is different now. It's We've switched it up. So, a little switch So room. basically, we have a prize that we draw at the end of the week. And as we work through the week, we give people to the opportunity to answer questions. And the more questions you answer, the more entries you get into the draw. And then we spin the wheel. And someone wins. And so everyone has an equal opportunity to win right now because no one has any no points. No one has any points. So, so guys, get in right get now. In. What's the prize? I'm going to talk about the prize in a little second. Oh. I'll, give, I'll give them the clue first, then I'll give them the prize, and then I'll give them the clue again okay. so that they can know what's up. But our first question for the quiz, what nation realized they had become an obnoxious stench in David's nostrils? <laughs> Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. I'll read that again. What nation realized they had become an obnoxious stench in David's nostrils? If you know the answer to that one, you will win Bibleopoly, Bible. the board game, a biblical game of fun oh, and faith. I know this game, and I played it a bunch. You, you a played kid. it? Oh, it's super fun, dude! It's awesome. It's crazy. Well, good. as you can tell, Bibleopoly. It's uh, I, I've said this before because we have given away this game before. It is uh, doing its best to skirt around uh, copyright infringement, uh, but in spite of that, is is incredibly fun. It's essentially Monopoly, uh, but you work together. I don't tell anyone. And you try. Yeah, yeah. We're <laughs> Bibleopoly. It's not like any other game that you might potentially know. But no, it is incredibly fun. You it is. Work your way around the board, and you actually work together. You got to so get those you, cornerstones. You, yeah, the cornerstones. That's right. Absolutely. Uh, and you keep your friendships intact. Because it's you versus the game versus 
capitalism, which re- regular I was Monopoly thinking, is. is this where like the church and capitalism meet in like one game? That's right. But hey, zero four nine one zero six four six six nine is the number to call or text. And again, that question was if you want to get in to win Bibleopoly, what nation realized they had become an obnoxious stench in David's nostrils? Yeah, that's right. <sighs> Don't, that's a stench. don't tell me I smell. That's a stench. <laughs> don't tell me I I'm smell. I'm smelling right something now. here, David. All right, I'm couple of something. couple of thing, quick things to work through. First piece of good news: Lyle's not here. You know, so <laughs> oh, we're, we're just stoked. <laughs> come on, nah, nah. He's, he's, he's hanging with his that's little right. granddaughter. We we they have added a new member to the Southwell family. Shut out little Audrey Southwell, who was born on the 21st of October, so on Friday. And, uh, yeah, shout out to the parents. Shout out An- Emery and Jazz. Yeah, another little Lady Southwell, because 30. Lord... Emerson Charles Southwell yep. is a lord. Is a lord. And so his, his we have wife royalty. is a lady, and yes. then their kids are ladies too. <laughs> it's pretty cool. You know, it's, it's crazy that he owns land in Scotland. Like this just, just blows my mind. This is getting this is it done. the Southwell clan. Amazing. Yeah. And Lyle's also in uh, some taking some long service leave at the moment, so we've just got Blake and yeah. just getting it done. And I'm <laughs> stoked that you're here, Blake. I, oh, really? I love being able to talk to you on oh, the airwaves. Thanks, so, yeah, that's a couple pieces of good news. Some other good news. As we said, it was my birthday over the weekend. I just want to say one oh, thing. Oh, Sorry, I want to talk news. about this. I just, I need to, I don't know if Lyle's listening or not, but oh. I just want to say, Lyle, for your own sake, get the projects done. Shell oh, yeah. is over here. She's giving me the, the look. Like, if you're not doing those projects... Things are going to be ugly for you. My yeah, friend. that's right. So yep. stop listening, maybe, and get to work. Fix that. Fix the thing. Floor, I think it's the kitchen. The, the car. The kitchen. Yeah. Fix the fix kitchen. Fix the kitchen. Fix the car. So, come along. Get it and done. actually, if you can, if anyone has anything that they want to call us and give tips on that at oh four nine one oh six four six six nine for some kitchen tips, uh-huh. call in. We'll give that information to Lyle. Lyle needs it. He needs <laughs> help. With these projects. Okay, back okay. to your birthday. What's yeah, happening? yeah, no, it was my birthday over the weekend, and I can just say I had the most fantastic, amazing weekend. Well, every weekend, it was my birthday on Saturday, but every weekend starts with Friday night. We get together for care group, and we eat food and study the Bible, and uh, my care group, it's our, yeah, our Friday night group. My care group is on the campus at Newcastle Uni, mm-hmm. and so we've got students there, i got, you know, Fresh new people. I, I we had people who had never come to care group before, who'd never really written the bio, re, uh, read the Bible before. I will. Blake came to care group. You, you I came was along. Shepherd's pie and some sort of home baked baked bread, bread that and I croissants. Love. No, and just and you're trying to tell me they were vegan. Yeah, they are. I don't believe in everything that is vegan. No, it's no, no. So good. I don't believe it. I'm sorry. Vegan food it's is amazing, good. and and you you learn that when you come to our church. <laughs> um, but also, you know, people there who have never even read the Bible before, just learning about what the Word of God says. And the next day, it was my birthday, and it was on Sabbath, so I got to do my favorite thing on my birthday, which is talk. You know, I just, <laughs> just like talking, and uh, yeah, I got to to that get up so and 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 to preach, and it was awesome. You know, my family coming along. And Many people coming along, and uh, I preached about a particular topic. It was the, uh, which it was the hundred and seventy second um, anniversary of, which is the great disappointment of eighteen forty four. I got to get up and just 
speak about a lot of history and, and get into, oh, what actually took place and why do we believe that the Bible talks about this event and how does this line up with prophecy? You know, getting really deep into what the Bible says. And as a result, there's a guy that I've been doing Bible studies with uh, throughout this year and he came up to me after my sermon. He he indicated about a month ago, he said, you know what, I'm, I'm interested in being baptized, but I just don't know where I'm at with it. You know, I'm, I'm just, you know, there's mm. some things I need to see, some things that I need to work out. And it's like, okay, we'd already been doing Bible studies, but he comes up to me and he's like, Lawson, you know, I am convinced and I want to make this decision. And I was just praising God in my heart because that's exactly why we get up and preach, you know, to lead people to make those decisions and to commit to Christ and particularly my message on Sabbath. I was just really, really praying and hoping that it would touch people's hearts and, and make them feel like, wow, like you can be on God's side, a part of his movement, proclaiming his message. And uh, I was there and I was just wondering, it was a really good sermon. And mm. I was, I, and I don't want to like fill you up over here with tears. Let's knock you down here a little bit as well too. But, <laughs> but uh, I just was thinking like, is it recorded by any chance? Uh, we don't usually record our sermons, unfortunately, what, what you but you know, I can, I can, uh, yeah, you can I do can, it again. I can send my notes out. What though. was the one guy's name? Clovis. Clovis, yeah. Oh, that dude. Talking about Clovis, that guy. You, when you got into Clovis stuff, I was like, whoo, whoo. Yeah, yeah. Talking wild. about some, okay. some medieval history. Yeah. It was amazing. That was pretty cool. Uh, but then afterwards we had lunch and then there was there's another girl from uni mm-hmm. who has the same birthday as me. And she was celebrating her birthday on Saturday night. So I went along to their party and we had a, you know, I think there would have been like, you know, 15 people there. We just had a good time and ate some food and hung out. And then the next day, so this is the most amazing thing about being a part of the church. Mm-hmm. The next day I got thrown a birthday party for me and I did literally nothing. Wow. I didn't prepare anything. I didn't prepare any food. I didn't make any plans or arrangements. All that was my job is I just had to invite people. And so we set up and, and I just thought they were like, what's your favorite food? I'm like, Chinese hot pot. Let's eat it. Let's get into it. I would have not guessed that. That's, that's, that's such a, like a unique. That, that's where I'm at right now. Chinese hot pot. <laughs> that's my life. Like, that's yeah, I'm like, Chinese, Chinese hot pot. Hot pot it. And it's like, we'll eat Chinese hot pot and drink juice and hang out and just have a great time. And all of my job was invite people. And I just started inviting me and, you know, I wasn't going out of my way. Like I wasn't running down the street with flyers, but like <laughs> 60 people ended up coming and this house was just absolutely packed. packed. But we had so much food. Everyone had a good time. And then, you know, we we're playing board games. We we're playing card games, just, just like living our best lives. And then I'm like, <laughs> look at my clock of my watch. I'm like, oh, it's nearly five. We still have a couple of hours of sunlight. Let's go play volleyball. And then we all migrated over to Newcastle Beach and, and played volleyball. And it was just amazing. We played volleyball with just a bunch of people who had never played before and just being able to teach them and hang out with them. You know, what I really saw from my birthday, like I used it as, again, I didn't prepare anything. I don't really care if I get a birthday party. I use, I got to use it as a ministry opportunity. I wow. said, all these people from uni, these people I study the Bible with, these people who come to my care group, I want them to come and to spend time with us and have an amazing time. And they all came along and just were really, really blessed and really enjoyed it. And then, you know, we finished volleyball at 7.30. We're standing on Newcastle Beach. And it's like, hey, guys, let's end everything off with a prayer. 
and awesome. everyone bowed heads, closed eyes, like everyone was into it. And I feel like, you know, we got time to celebrate me, which was a blessing, but also we had time to celebrate God too. And I could just really see people loving it and people enjoying it. And, and my birthday uses time to proclaim God's message. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. There's some country music here on Faith FM and... Just want to shout out to you again, Lawson. Happy birthday. You're not a disappointment. Mm. <laughs> Your mom told me that you Oh, were. that was so funny. Because the reason <laughs> I, I wanted to speak about that event of the Great Disappointment is that it was the yeah 172nd anniversary. anniversary. And I made this joke like, you know, yeah. And there was another Great Disappointment that happened in 1998. You can ask my parents. <laughs> and my mom stands up in my sermon. She says, you're not a you're disappointment. You're not a disappointment. <laughs> I'm like, oh, mom. Uh-oh. Oh, thanks, thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. <laughs> that so, was awesome. Yeah, that was that was amazing. But hey, let's get into another question for the quiz. Ooh. What quality did Timothy have that his grandmother and mother also had? Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine is the number to call or text if you know the answer. If you do, you'll go into the draw to win Bibleopoly. Let me explain a little <laughs> bit. Let me let me read some of the uh, the instructions here. Once players have earned their cornerstone by helping fellow players by doing community service, they may make offerings in order to earn bricks and and steeple and the steeple needed to build a church. Good deeds are always rewarded, but Sometimes faith cards intervene. Watch out for the go mediate spot on the board. <laughs> Though you'll you'll lose. Go, I think it's go meditate. Oh, is it, it is go meditate. Yeah. I thought it's immediate. No, no. go meditate. Yeah. So uh, that's that's, that's like the go, go to, to jail. jail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this game sure. is epic, guys. You need to win it, and then as we always say, you need to win it, and then you need to invite us to come over and play. Love it. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. What quality did Timothy have that his grandmother and mother also had? I feel kind of bad because if they invite us over, I'm kind of cutthroat at Bibleopoly. And that's like an, it's a collaboration game. No, not me. I'm going all on my own. <laughs> you're, you, you're sabotaging. <laughs> I'm gonna sabotage and win. Wow, there you um, go. Okay, sorry. Uh, <laughs> see, that's the issue with capitalism. It just soaks in your brain because that's what happened. I spent eight weeks in America, uh-huh. and that has messed up my brain. Well, now you're gonna tell us all about it. Where, I am. What the, you so, just venting? First off, I just venting here a little bit. First off, I want to say I love America and I hate America. Mm-hmm. Same time. Simultaneously. That's why you live and in Australia. Why I live in Australia, mate. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, there's parts of America that I just go, this is awesome. This is wonderful. This is great. And then there's other parts in America that I'm just like, what are we doing, people? You know, mm-hmm. one thing is, like, when you go into a city in America, it is, there's like literally entire homeless cities within mm-hmm. the city. And I just feel so bad for the, the people. Like, you're driving along the freeway and there's an entire tent city just like all mm-hmm. set up right there. And it's just, America is this place where you could go and you could be super famous and super rich and become a celebrity and you can have, you can just obtain wild, extravagant dreams, but you can also go super, super low as well, too. Mm. Some of the most abject poverty happens right in America, in the land of opportunity. It's crazy. And, and, there's huge drug issues. There's, mm. you know, there's homelessness issues. There's, there's just social issues that happen there that I can't understand. I can't fathom why they have to happen mm. in this wonderful land of opportunity. So it's a place that you can go and you can have wild success or wild failure. Mm. And there's not a lot of in between, to mm. be honest. 
Um, so that's one thing I do like about Australia is like the average man, like old mate, can have an opportunity to mm. be a successful person and have a, a good experience. So, mm. you know, those are a couple little differences there I see as well too. But what I want to talk to you today about is what could change mm. all that stuff that's going on in America. Mm-hmm. Um and it is our U.S. midterm elections, mm-hmm. right? So the U.S. midterm elections, they're coming up on the 8th of November. And I don't know if you know much about the midterm elections. Not what do you really. Know? No, like, not I mean, I know that there is the potential that the current president can get booted. No, not really. Well, no, nah, he can't get booted. But it's, so what it is is he has a four-year term. Uh-huh. So Biden... Our current president in America, he has a four-year term. This is two years into his term, and so they're called the mid-term yeah, sure. elections, yeah. right? Just for our listeners out there. And what's up for grabs is all 435 seats of the House of Representatives. So mm-hmm. so basically, the House of Representatives is based on the population of each state. So California has a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. Wyoming, I think, might have one mm-hmm. or two, right? Because it's like no one lives in Wyoming. Mm-hmm. No, I mean except for the people at Yellowstone Ranch. But, yeah. Um, uh, actually, they're Montana. Anyway, different story. <laughs> but then you also have um, the Senate, which is basically two per state. So there's 100 senators, mm-hmm. right? So you've got the House of Representatives, so there's 435 in the lower house, and then you've got 100 in the Senate. Mm-hmm. Now, all the seats for the House of Representatives, all 435 are up for grabs mm-hmm. in one week, basically, mm-hmm. right? which is crazy when you think about that. So, because that could just change the whole landscape of how the whole U.S. government works. Right mm-hmm. now, currently, we have um, the House of Representatives is controlled by the Democratic Party mm-hmm. with 220 seats, mm-hmm. but the Republicans have 212 seats. So only eight oh, seat difference. It's very split, super, yeah. super split. It's like probably one of the closest it's ever been. Then, um, up for grabs also is the 35 seats for. The U.S. Senate. Now, the reason there's only 35 seats that come up is because a Senate a senator has a six-year term, uh-huh. right? And so, basically, one third of the senators go up for election every mm-hmm. six years. Mm-hmm. And so, the midterms every two years, uh, 30, okay, 35 yeah, I'm, I'm senators. Make sense? Right. Yeah. Okay. And then also, there's up for grabs 36 different state governorships, which is like a state premier here. Yeah. And then three U.S. territory governorships or territory premiers and Mm -hmm. so basically 39 governors or premiers are up for grabs we only have 50 states and like i don't know only only 50 states well no i mean that's a lot but what i'm saying is like if we only have 50 and 36 are up for grabs so your your territories are like like puerto rico puerto rico i I could be wrong here i don't want to get this wrong but i think guam is one of Uh them as well too i know there's another one yeah (laughs) The, and whatever there. that other one is, hey, they're, we they're, love you. <laughs> there, are, there are lots of states and whatnot. Yeah. We forgive you. Yeah. Um, and then also, like, we got a lot of other, like, ballot measures mm-hmm. and postings. That's a crazy thing in America, too. Like, when you're watching TV or, or whatever, like, every single time commercials come up, you're just bombarded with vote no on Prop 27. Vote yes on Prop 27. Like, mm-hmm. it's just constantly, like, you have both sides of the party just, like, Mm-hmm. like drilling you like you have to vote this way you have to vote that way you know and so even though the democratic party like currently holds this like slim majority mm-hmm. the these midterms literally will determine who controls congress and so mm-hmm. biden's next two years 
are essentially like hang on this because it kind of seems, and and I'm not sure about this, but they did a poll, and it seems like the Republican Party is slightly or is actually favored to yeah. win the House, but the Democratic Party is slightly favored to win the Senate. Mm. However, historically, they've had 19 of these midterm elections. Mm. 17 out of 19, whatever party is opposite to the president's party, mm-hmm. grows. Grows, yeah. And then 15 out of 19, whatever party is opposite to the president's party, the Senate grows. Mm-hmm. So right now, Biden's in, but barely. Mm. But if we go by history, mm. you know, the statistics would say it's going to swing hard now, to the right. Let's say, the let's say they're then has a public uh, repu- swings to a Republican majority. Right. How does that affect Joe Biden's ability to lead? So essentially the U S government is split into three different groups. You've got the executive branch mm-hmm. or three different branches, and that's the presidential. Mm-hmm. Then Congress makes up legislative. They, they're the ones that make the laws. And then the Supreme court is judicial mm-hmm. and they're the ones that interpret the laws. Yeah. So those three things. Now what happens is when Biden, the president, wants to execute something, right? Or not a person, but, you know, like execute a law, (laughs) right? The Congress can veto his vote or block Mm. him. And so if he loses the The House and the Senate, right? The majority control, because he has it right now, but just literally it's his vice president, Kamala Harris, has the tie-breaking vote. Yeah. And and that's the only way they're getting stuff passed right now. Mm -hmm. If that changes, basically Biden loses the power that he has to make new laws and mm-hmm. to execute the plans that he has yeah. because of this balance of power. I mean, he would have to consider a lot more, okay, well, what do Republicans think about this? Because right. they were like, you know, the other side won't just completely say no to everything he puts up. If it's good legislation, they'll put it through. But yeah, I don't know. He has to the really, Republicans and Democrats don't really get along. <laughs> really, really, really consider. Yeah, for sure. And so essentially, like, this is a pretty big deal. And I just wanted to share that with the Australians to let you know it's crazy over there mm-hmm. and they need prayer. You're listening to The Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Hey, we're going to have another question for the quiz. Which animal is considered unclean in the book of Leviticus? This is a multiple choice. Here we go. A, sheep. B, deer. C, Goat or D, rabbit. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine is the number to call or text if you know the answer to that one. If you do, you will go into the draw to win Bibleopoly, the board game, everyone's favorite copyright skirting <laughs> church board game. You can win it absolutely for free. We'll give it to you for free. All you have to do is win the draw, and to win the draw, all you have to do is answer these questions and send in your answers. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Which animal is considered unclean in the Book of Leviticus? Is it a sheep? B, deer, C, goat, or D, rabbit. 0491 064669. Wow, thanks, Lost. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. I love the, the copyright skirting uh, game that's that everyone right. loves. That's, blah, that's, blah, blah, that's blah. what we're giving out. I'm looking forward to it. We are here this morning with Dr. Justin Jackson. Uh, we're going to do Gyms for Life from Creation Week. And I, I hope you can hear us, uh, Dr. Justin. Or do you want to be Dr. Justin or Dr. Jackson? Can you hear me? I can certainly hear you. Good morning. It's a pleasure to be with you. And uh, yeah, Justin's fine. Okay. 
Awesome. Thanks, Justin. Well, uh, we're continuing our theme with gyms for life from creation week. Yeah, no, it's been a, a fascinating journey and we're really discovering that the first two chapters of Genesis are the best health prescription that we can get as we go through and look at all the different elements that, that God put in creation there for our health. Mm, absolutely. So uh, when you, uh, I'm, I'm, look, I'm just trying to think here, when we talk about cardiovascular health and cardiovascular disease, like what do doctors mean when they're talking about that? Yeah, so that's our topic for this morning. We're going to talk about cardiovascular health. And I guess the term cardiovascular comprises two words, cardio referring to the heart Mm -hmm. and vascular meaning the blood vessels. And so cardiovascular disease refers to where our blood vessels are blocked. And then if they're blocked, obviously the blood's not flowing to the organs that they're supplying. So, for instance, if the blood vessels in the heart are blocked, then we get a heart attack. Mm. If the blood vessels to the brain are blocked, then that might lead to a stroke, etc. Wow. Okay, so blood flowing to the organs, that is definitely seems like an important thing. So how, how common is cardiovascular disease? Well, unfortunately, it's, it's far too common. And here in Australia, we're part of the Western world, and statistics would say that one in four of our deaths mm. are related to cardiovascular disease. I guess the good news, though, that we're sharing is that living a Genesis lifestyle, those people who adopt these, these principles have far fewer deaths from cardiovascular disease than their counterparts. Hmm. Genesis lifestyle, you say. So it sounds good. Like, let's kind of think about what are the causes of cardiovascular disease? Like how, like what damages those blood vessels? Yeah, well, the blood vessels are damaged probably not surprisingly by unhealthy blood. So the blood's flowing through the the blood vessels and it's a living and dynamic substance. We don't really view it like that, but it is. And The Bible actually told us this thousands of years ago. It says there um, that the life is in the blood, and and that really couldn't be truer. So what I want our listeners to actually imagine when they think of blood is to picture a busy waterway in their mind filled with boats and barges of all different sizes and descriptions carrying their cargo and filling the shipping lanes of the blood vessels. That's that's really what our blood is is like. And the health of the blood vessels depends on what ships and what cargo you have sailing in in those blood vessels. That's that's an amazing thought. Okay, so I'm kind of imagining my blood filled with like little ships and, and cargo ships going back and forth. And they're That's right, yes. Yeah. They're like healthy ships and a cargo and but then I've got unhealthy ships and cargo as well too. And so how do we choose which ones kind of go through the blood by what our lifestyle choices are? Yeah, well that's exactly it. So our lifestyle choices um, can dramatically change the kind of ships um, that sail in our blood. And the Genesis lifestyle that we're talking about creates waterways that are packed with really these living, vital, health-giving substances coursing through our arteries and veins. They include things like antioxidants, phytochemicals, 
uh, nitric oxide, and all the little hormone messengers that are working in synchrony. And I guess the opposite's also true. A Western lifestyle will fill our blood with toxic substances that damage the blood vessels and destroy our organs. So as we were saying, unhealthy blood is going to result in unhealthy blood vessels, and the unhealthy blood vessels then result in the unhealthy organs. So what's kind of what's the deal with cholesterol? Like we hear that cholesterol is actually what causes heart disease. Is that true? Well, it's yeah, we'll unpack that a little bit more. It's not the cholesterol exactly. Um, cholesterol is actually a crucial building block in the cell membrane. So if you can imagine a house, the cell is a house, for instance, the cholesterol is the bricks on the outside of the house. Um, so in other words, it's the wall that, that holds our cell together. And not only is it needed for every cell wall, it also is important to make vitamin D, which we've talked about on the program another time, mm-hmm. and other hormones like estrogen and testosterone. So our cells don't actually need cholesterol in our diet. They can manufacture it themselves from scratch. And that's 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 really interesting. So in the majority of people, um, the cholesterol's made by the body and some people um, who don't get any cholesterol from their diet, if you eat a vegan or whole, you know, foods plant based diet, all of our cholesterol is made by our body. Whoa. Okay, so it's not actually it's not the walls or the cholesterol that causes the problem, but then what so what's causing the problem then if it's not cholesterol? Yeah. Well, as I said, the story is yeah, not not cholesterol exactly. So since cholesterol is a fat, it can't travel alone on its own in the bloodstream. Remember, we were just talking about the blood uh, being like a shipping lane filled with boats. Well, these boats are manufactured by different cells around the body and sent out to their various destinations. And you can imagine that the body has to be very precise, otherwise none of the ships would wind up where they're needed. Uh, so one organ or cell will make the boat and then the another organ will put up a little docking station, we call those receptors, um, specific for the cargo that they need to unload in their port. Um, and the transport of fatty acids from our diet is no different. So the liver makes a special protein boat that the cholesterol and the other fats can be transported in. Um, and the name of that, it's a little bit technical, but the name of the boat is called a lipoprotein. The lipo is the lipid stuff or the fat that's, that's the cargo. And then the protein is the, the boat proper itself that, that the cargo is being transported in. Mm. Yeah, I got to say, you're making uh, this way more fun than the biology class that I failed in high school. Um, so when we're talking about these boats, they make more sense. So like, yeah. what are, what's the measurement like when we have a cholesterol test? Because I, I hear about this all the time, like get your cholesterol tested. Like what are the boats and how's that working with the cholesterol test? Yeah, yeah, no, you're exactly, exactly right there. Um, so when we get a cholesterol test, what we're actually doing is we're measuring um, the different boats 
And there are a few different ones that the doctor will go through and talk to you about. Um, but the most important is one called LDL. And LDL stands for low density lipoprotein. So we just talked about lipoprotein. The lipo was the cargo and the protein was the boat. Um, and so that's, that's packaged together. Now the liver is the organ that's responsible for making that boat and for loading it with the fatty acids from our food, um, which then travel around. And when it's first made, it's called very low density because it's got lots of these fatty acids. But as the boat travels around, it gets unloaded and changes to an intermediate and then to a low density lipoprotein. Um, which, and the low density lipoprotein is sort of what's left over when the boat's been unloaded. Mm. And what's left over is this um, low density, pure cholesterol sort of boat. Wow. Okay. So the LDL boat is, is that the thing that's to blame for what we call artery damage? Yeah, no, you're, that, that, that's exactly it now. So it's not the cholesterol per se. It's actually this boat with the cholesterol in it okay. that's sort of left over. And science is really unequivocal with this, that the higher the LDL level, the higher the likelihood of damage. And so these boats, it's when they crash um, and the body... Um, they crash into the artery wall like a bit like a boat on a on a storm or a reef, you know, um, and then the body sends in the immune system to clean up the mess. And um, things like smoking and high blood pressure and diabetes actually um, add to the damage. They don't actually cause it. So if you have the really? the the yeah, if, if you didn't have the LDL boat, there wouldn't be any any problem there. Wow. Okay. I, I did not, I didn't realize that. So like the, these things just like, uh, multiply and intensify it. Uh, but what, like when we talk about LDL, like what are the, what's like a safe LDL level? Well, it's interesting. The lower is better. And so okay. every in, increase in LDL puts up our risk of, of heart disease. Um, so if it increases by a point, then our heart disease risk goes up by about a fifth. So really what we want is less than two, and if you've got problems, then maybe, you know, aiming for closer to one. Okay. So this so is kind of like a, almost a 20% increase by each each point goes up there. Uh, well, at least that's what it seems like, one-fifth there. Um, yeah, no, that's right, 20%. Yeah, right, exactly. okay. So what can, what can like, put that, put those levels up? Like what are, what are the things that make those levels go higher with that 20%? Yeah. Well, firstly there's genetic conditions. So we talked about the receptors. So if people are missing the receptors to take the boat out of the circulation in the liver, then that's obviously going to put those, those boats up. Um, the second is, is what we eat. And so saturated fat studies have, have looked at this and really, um, you know, outlined clearly that saturated fat is, is not good. And the Bible tells us that in Leviticus that we sh shouldn't eat the fat of ox or, or sheep or goats. Um, you know, when we were permitted to eat animals, that still fat was completely banned. Hmm. That That's an interesting thought. Like, so even though there's like a permission to 
to eat certain animals, you know, biblically, uh, I, I find that fascinating that like even all the way back then in God's wisdom, he's like, hey, don't eat the fat, you know. Um, is there mm. anything besides the fat that can put the levels up or is it just fat? Um, yeah, there are other things. So if if we're chronically stressed, our hormones actually mobilize um, these, these fat boats and that will put our LDL levels up. Um, a lack of exercise will because we're not using the energy that's in them. Um, and an interesting one that's not well known is the risk of unfiltered coffee, and that's been shown to cause moderate really? to large increases. Yeah. In so the essentially you're just describing my life. Okay, that makes a lot of sense there. <laughs> I need to cut <laughs> back on all those things, some stress, unfiltered <laughs> coffee, and uh, the, the dietary fats. Wow. Okay. Any other do you have any other tips to lower LDL levels, you know, and improve my blood vessel health? Because I, I, it sounds like I need it. Well, yeah, absolutely. It's that Genesis lifestyle that, that really this segment's been focusing on. And, you know, God said clearly that he's given us every seed-bearing plant um, and, and the fruit trees. And so I think my top tips, choose whole grains over refined grains. Mm-hmm. Um, add nuts and seeds to your diet. They, you know, walnuts, chia, they're loaded with those healthy omega-3 fats that have powerful antioxidant, anti-inflammatory properties. Um, healthy fats are also present in olives and avocados, um, which really cause a huge lowering in, in, in the LDL risk. Um, dark leafy greens, um, they're really important. Beans and lentils, so chickpea hummus with your salad, lentils with your pasta, you know. Um, Eating a rainbow of fruit and berries, all the different colors um, uh, are chocked full of antioxidants. Um, Spice it up. Turmeric will lower your LDL. Get plenty of physical activity. And finally, keep your mind focused on the positive. The book of Proverbs tells us that a cheerful heart does good like a medicine. And that will lower those stress hormones and and lower our our LDL level. I need some of that good medicine. Thank you so much, uh, Dr. Jackson. We appreciate you. And next month, we're going to continue our uh, series on Gems for Life from Creation Week. This has been an absolute blast, and thanks from all of us to you. No problem. Thank you very much. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.